All right, everybody, it's Thursday. I'm Andrew Dowd, and it is time for another Happening the Hamptons podcast, breaking down the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. Today, we are joined by Steve Glick, Dave Rutiner, and Mr. Drew Green, who's going to be talking a little bit about the art of pricing. Drew, how are you today? Good morning, Drew. Great. Thanks for having me. Uh, a return customer, right? You've been yep. on the podcast before. A couple of times. Multiple times, yeah. So, Use a familiar face here. So uh, the art of pricing, part art, part science, you were saying. What's, uh, what do you mean by that? Well, of course, the science element of it is, is of course, pulling the comps, the co- relative sales that have happened recently and or the relative sales that are currently on the market to establish a price for your home. The, the art of it is, of course, um, kind of establishing the the taking into account the home's aesthetics and what its aesthetic pool is going to be to potential buyers. But also the art is establishing a number that everybody's comfortable with that is really going to gain attention to the, to the buying public. Too many times buy, or excuse me, too many times sellers say, well, what's my house worth? And you'll tell them, well, it's worth $2 million. And they'll say, well, listen to two and a half million dollars and let's, Let's see what offers come in. Mm-hmm. The reality is that offers likely won't come in in that situation is because buyers today are very savvy. They have a lot of uh, information at their fingertips. Right. And if they see a house is overpriced, they're simply going to ignore it. If a house is priced right, so say, for example, the house is, in fact, worth $2 million, what I've seen many times is that when it, if it's priced at, at or around $2 million, potential buyers bid much more aggressively when they see value. Mm-hmm. If they see value, they their 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 initial offer and their follow following offers are much more aggressive. So if it's it, very strategic. Like, what happens if you made a, a house that's worth two million in your mind, but then maybe you might say, "Hey, list it for one nine, and then it propels a bidding war. It it you, that is actually an interesting thing you, you bring up, David, because I have seen Thank that <laughs> I've seen that done actually in in the recent past yeah. where I, I saw a house up in the Northwest Woods recently that was, in my opinion, way underpriced, and ultimately got substantially more than what I thought it was worth. Hmm. It went into a bidding war. And ultimately, uh, well, you know, got much more than I thought it was worth. Well, two things like that brings the price down to under two million dollars. In this case, you know, you said one ninety nine instead of going two five. Some some people search go up to two. Only want to go up to two million dollars. So now if you price it at two three or two four nine five, you're going to miss that. You're going to miss those people. Yeah. So now that two million dollar buyer say, well, you know, I want to look at two, but you know, they really love the house. Thanks, you know, they're bidding up at two one. Then it goes to two two. So you're really close to that original yeah, number that you their mortgage broker. Thought. What can we really but you said it was science it's an art but it also sounds like there's also some psychology in there as well yeah. trying yeah. to figure out like what that you know prospective buyer is going to think if it's too high because sometimes like you said if it's too high they get scared away they're like oh this is too high they're not negotiable and you know i, I don't want to you know start bidding uh, you know with people that are unreasonable so like sometimes people think that way so when they see it, it's like oh wow look this this is price right you know and let's let's go look at it let's let's get a um a second look and then like you said next thing you know they they're it's a bidding war and they and then they're really invested into that property and then they have to have it and they will go a little bit bidding up yeah. right. you know you want to get people in the door and price is one of the best ways to get people to come see your property based on the, the price of the property. But Drew, how do you communicate to like a seller that's being a little unreasonable 
and then he's got amateur hour brokers in their ear that's like, oh, I'll sell it for ten million. You know what I mean? Yeah, like how, how do you communicate thoughtfully to uh, a seller? Like, hey man, you gotta get this is this is the price. You know what I mean? I know I'm the expert, and you know, how, is it just your reputation that really helps? You, or you got to be true to yourself uh, as a broker. Um, Honesty. You, yeah. got, you know. As I've mentioned on this podcast in the past, I'm in this for the long haul. It's not short-term gain. It's long-term, and your credibility will catch up with you if you uh, are, you know. Yeah, that's true. Trying to, mm-hmm. trying to, I've seen it happen where we put a price out there. We don't get the listing. Someone else puts a higher price, and guess what? They didn't sell it. It circles yeah. back. They come back to us, and they say, look, You're you guys right. were the only firm, the only agency agent that told us, the real price, and we respect that. And for that, we want you now to represent the listing. Um, Drew, I have a question. You talked about in the beginning the comps, you know, right. to price a home. Did, how far back do you go when you pull comps, and what do you do with 2020, the, the COVID year? You know, right. how do you handle that when looking at comps? Uh, good question. Uh, for the most part, I generally go back a year. Okay. Uh, COVID obviously changed the game entirely for yeah. everybody. You really can't refer to pre-COVID prices today when, when obviously considering okay. pricing. Uh, you have to take into account uh, post-COVID. And for that matter, you have to take into account uh, the decline that we experienced over the COVID sure. period. Uh, really, you shouldn't be looking at anything prior to 2021 at this point in time, in my wow. opinion. Yeah. Um, I know it's difficult. Like we, we review the comps and it's, and you know, when you look at stuff, 2019, 2018, oh, it it's like, we, don't we, even put them in there because they are so low. Like things have changed, obviously, you know, the inflation in, 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 in the country and everything else here in the Hampton. So I agree. I mean, 2020, 2021 is really, really got to go. I mean, one year is best if there are available in that immediate area. Um, so that's the best advice. That's good. Well, okay, Steve, you year. and I were like laughing the other day because we opened up a comp map that we did or that you did it, like, you know, five years ago. Oh, and, th- I <laughs> and there yeah. were so many comps. Well, yeah, it was it like was, so we weird. There were so one, many things in the market. It was, it like, was a, like, I remember it clearly. It was a Southampton Village property, and I had a comp map of for sale and a comp map of actives. And each one had like 30 plus listings in, yeah. in, in a short amount of time period. And there was a lot on the market at that yeah, time. And today, not yeah, so much. Yeah, now when we make comp maps, you know, you're going to get a handful. But, um, it's great to keep it to the immediate area and for the shortest amount of time period, if possible, if, if the comps do exist. Drew, I have a question for you. Um, this is sort of balancing that art and science, right? So let's just say you have a pitch and somebody says, what's my house worth? And you say, okay, it's a four bedroom, three and a half bath. Um, here are five other comparable properties in, that have sold in the last year. So I would value it based on these at $2 million, but some of those houses were partially renovated. Maybe some are really dated. Some have a nicer kitchen, different mm-hmm. finishes. So how do you balance like the, the newer appeal, the more modernized house with, you know, the apples to oranges, which right. is square footage, bedroom, bathroom, that well, kind of thing. You took the words right out of my mouth. More often than not, when I do um, comping of a property, generally speaking, inevitably the, the houses match up to some extent, but they're not a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. So you have to pull some elements of one house, for example, mm-hmm. perhaps the 
the square footage and the year of construction and from another property you have to take into account the acreage and the general neighborhood so there, there are a lot of things you have to mix and match and once again that goes back to the art of it you have to explain to the prospective seller that you know look I'm, I'm taking this into consideration from this home this other element into consideration from that home and I'm coming up with what I perceive to be the value of your home and it's difficult because you figure uh, somebody's home is such an intensely personal thing. And of course, mm-hmm. the, their opinion, most of the time, I would think, is that, hey, this is, I love my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love the decor. I love how I've done everything here. And you're like, well, <laughs> it so, was great 20 years ago. Yeah, but if we you made want to a, sell it yeah, today. You made a custom for you. Yeah. Sometimes what I like to do, uh, I, I work closely with Drew and others about comping is try to figure out what the land value is first, right? If you had one acre in this, you know, Sagaponic, all right, what is one acre in Sagaponic south of the highway worth? Okay, fine. We have X. And then look at the house. What does that house cost to build, to rebuild it? You know, what amenities do you have? And then you factor that in. So try to slowly, you know, build up that price because sometimes these houses are, um, you know, people may, change them completely from renovation, a gut renovation or knock them down. So you really, I, I like to figure out what is the, the property itself worth and then go up from, from the house from there. But that's just my strategy. And I know every agents do um, have different strategies on that. What do you, um, I had a question. I just forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> well, while we're talking about pricing, pricing houses, and before we get to the numbers, Drew, you have a new listing that just came on the market, 107 Stony Hill Road. Um, great house. Um, a lot of different, um, I think it would appeal to a lot of different buyers. Um, but tell us about the property um, and, and the pricing and, and you know, yeah. what it offers. Well, that's, uh, this, this house, house is, is beautiful. A, this yeah. house is an excellent example of pricing. We mm-hmm. just recently got this listing. Uh, we, we, it was on the market previously and we reduced the price from, uh, $5 million to $4.795 million. And the amount of action this house has gotten in the last uh, week and a half has been tremendous. Um, it is on 4.8 acres. It is conveniently located about four minutes outside of Sag Harbor village and about six minutes outside of Bridgehampton village. Very private, Mm -hmm. uh, house pool tennis. The pool is a brand new saltwater gunite pool uh it's really terrific house for somebody who wants to entertain uh it really offers the opportunity for a lot of people to come to the house and enjoy it checks a lot of boxes house house pool tennis i mean that's that's is it trifecta right there up on top of like a hill yeah it's very elevated and has tremendous water water views there's nothing it has water views yeah and then it's got nothing around it, so you're just totally yeah, private. Private, right? You have a hundred acre reserve to the west, so it's uh, really it's very clean. It That's reads cool. it That's reads really new, cool. um, has all the amenities, even has a finished lower level. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be having an open house there uh, tomorrow, twelve to two for, uh, and I'll be having a barbecue lunch. So come on by. Oh, is that I a coffee like- truck tomorrow? He's having a barbecue a lunch. Barbecue lunch. Yeah, barbecue. Hamburgers and hot dogs. Come on you, by. You're grilling it up, Drew. I'm I love it. it. Up. Wow. What time is this? I'll be there. That sounds good. Well, I know where I'm going for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> I'll also be there Saturday from 10:30 to 12:30. However, Saturday, unfortunately, I won't have any uh, any food for you. But you can Sorry. come by. Yeah, right. Um, sure. These night nice shots you? came out great. I haven't How seen these. I'm just looking at the listing. <laughs> yeah. um, so, all right. So that's a little bit about pricing, about Drew's no exclusive. So let's talk big picture with Steve with the numbers. What do you got? Sure. Hey, guys. Uh, over the past week, there are 24 
listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk compared to the same week last year, there were 49 listings that went into contract. That's a decrease of 51%. If you go back to 2020, there were 108 listings in one week that went into contract. So wild. It's wild. So that's a decrease of 78%. The breakdown of the 24 transactions this week, there were two between six and eight million, three between four and six million, eight between two and four million, and 11 under two million. The dollar volume this week was six to eight million dollars compared to last year of 232 million in one week, which is a decrease of 71%. In 2020, the dollar volume was 287 million, which is a decrease of 76%. This past week, there were 32 new listings that came onto the market. With so a 24 going into contract, that increases our overall inventory by eight listings. The breakdown of these 32 new listings are there were seven between four and six million, 10 between two and four million, and 15 under two million this week. So, what do you? How do you interpret that, Drew? Well, the uh, I, I do anticipate that a lot more listings are going to be coming on in the fall. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a lot of, uh, I'm talking to a lot of homeowners right now that are, uh, you know, been dancing around the idea of listing their home for sale, but, uh, but they haven't done so to this point. Um, like I said, I, th- I think a lot of uh, sellers are going to be bringing their houses on the market. Well, here, here's a PSA announcement to any buyer that are thinking about listing their home in the fall is contact your agent now. Mm-hmm. Let that agent take the photos, get the drones, get the shots with the pool open. And in anticipation for listing in, in the fall, you can sign an agreement that says, hey, we're not going to start until the fall, but we want to get the marketing going and get those shots and get those summertime photos. Cause so many times I see it, it comes on and they just close the pool and it's like, Oh, come on guys. Let's, let's, I, this is one of the things that I think shots. Saunders offers is like one, one of the things that makes us unique is we have this in-house marketing department and, and you can do that. You know, I do this we're, all the time, this time yeah, of year we're, where we're people are happy like, to yeah. do it. The agents are more than happy to shoot those photos, shoot the shots and just hold on to them and bank them for whenever you're ready. Cause it could come in the middle of dead winter where you say, you know what? Now I want to sell it um and we'll be ready to go with those summertime photos so reach That's out to the drew, worst when you got reach out to drew green yeah. and schedule your photo shoot for your potential new listing coming on the market in the fall or winter but it's not the winter yet it's still the That's summer. So, it's so funny when uh the, you know we'll do like an aerial winter shot and and then the the agent or whatever will be like can you make that look like summertime <laughs> and it's just like that's kind of not really possible. It, it, like, we could do it. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's like the whole picture is just And you winter. make the picture feel warmer. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny. So, uh, Dave, what are you doing this weekend? What yeah, should so, people be doing this weekend? Yeah, so You're the yeah, guy in the know. I know. I'm the guy in the know. Summer of Dave. Summer of Dave. <laughs> I just want to feel the juices flow off of my lips. That's, uh, uh, is that what he says? That's what he says. I want to bite into fruit and feel the juices off my lips. <laughs> Who says that? Summer of George Seinfeld. Ah, uh, you guys are the a worst. A lot of Seinfeld references in this, this podcast. My whole life is sort of really based on uh, that show. Basically, a Seinfeld episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of how I lead my life. Okay, so here we go. We have the Arf's Bow Wow Meow Ball. <laughs> Say that again. The bow wow meow ball. The arse bow wow meow ball. All right. That's a mouthful. This is an unbelievable party. It's August 6th, and they're going to honor Kathleen and Charlie Martyr of Martyrs. Um, And it's going to be a very fun event. Do you bring your cat and dog with, with you to the event? You can. Wow. 
Yes. Yes, you can. It says it right here that you can. There's also <laughs> going to be a short video of ARF, uh, you know, showcasing what they're all about. And they're uh, pretty much everyone out here has adopted a, a dog there at least once in their life. <laughs> um, so the Bow Wow Meow Ball is going to be a good time. You can buy tickets and look it up on arfhamptons.org or you can do hamptons.com and you can buy the tickets there. Um, the second thing that should be cool is the... SOFO 33rd Annual Summer Gala Benefit, and that's on Saturday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And the South Fork uh, Natural History Museum is such a great place for kids. It's uh, right there in Bridgehampton, and they do a lot of good things for the community. And what's cool about this one is Leave Schreiber is going to be the host of that party. Oh, Liv Schreiber. Yeah, Liv Schreiber. Is it Leave or Live? Live. Live. Why doesn't he spell it L-I-V-E? He spells it L-I-E-V. Leave. 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 He's a really good actor. Yeah. What was he in the HBO show? Um, <laughs> That's going to kill me. Oh, God. What's the name of that show? It's like his name. It's his name. Yeah. It's, it's the character's oh, name man. in the show. Do you know what that is, Joe? Leave Schreiber, the, no. the, the HBO show? No. Well, whatever. Do you know who Liv Schreiber is? Where he's the Irish guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know the show. Oh, God. Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> okay, so he's going to be there. All right, then also on Saturday, August 6th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., the Lynn Blue Band. Ray is Donovan. Ray Donovan. Oh, he Googled it. Had it. I had to. Nice. I had to. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Right, such go a good on. show. Sorry about that. Uh, great show, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay, the Lynn Blue Band at Wolfer Wine Stand. That's going to be Saturday, August 6th, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., and then the Haven's Farmer's Market, Steve, is going to be at the shelter. Uh, the Haven's Farmer's Market, is go, it takes place every Saturday, May 28th, all the way through September 3rd, 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Where is this located? Held on the grounds of the Shelter Island History Center. So oh, you have to okay. Go, Shelter Island. Yeah, so you have to go all the way out to Shelter Island. A lot of good things there. And then finally, um, the Longhouse Reserve in... Is that Springs? No, that's not Springs. Longhouse Reserve is more like... Uh, Northwest. Northwest Woods. No, it's Northwest Woods. Yeah. You know, Village French. Village French. Yep. The Longhouse Reserve, Reserve presents an evening with Lewin Sanchez Werner... Uh, and that's on August 5th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, and this uh, this woman has been just an unbelievable musician since she was six years old. Um, and she's going to be playing there um, at the Longhouse Reserve. It's going to be kind of a magical evening. The concert and reception tickets are 100 bucks. Um, and then you can do a dinner thing, which is like 300 to 500 bucks. And you can buy tickets at thelonghouse.org. That's your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, that's it, everybody. Um, we're in August. Have a great month. Have a great rest yeah. of your summer. And um, that is what's happening in the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs>